Welcome to Axios Today. I'm Nyla Boodoo. It's Thursday, November 11th, Veterans Day. And because of that, we're focusing on one big thing, our veterans from the war in Afghanistan. President Biden last August announced the end of America's 20-year war there. But for the 800,000 American service members who participated in America's longest war, the devastating psychological and physical effects can last for decades. We're doing something a bit different today by bringing you veteran stories from a new podcast called Third Squad. My name is Jeffrey Lopez. Scott McCatchen. David Polsky. David Ortega. Brian Shear. Michael Miner. Derek Fry. Taylor Moody. Emmanuel Mendoza. Matthew Ford. John Bollinger. Michael Joseph Dutcher. It's about 12 Marines who fought in one of the deadliest combat zones, Sangin, Afghanistan, in 2011. This episode is tough because of the graphic and violent content, which may not be appropriate for everyone. But I also think this is a really important conversation for us to have. That's because for the vast majority of Americans, the impact of this war has been invisible. But for Marines like Manny Mendoza of the 3rd Squad, his memories of combat are debilitating. You just feel everything. You relive everything. Feel it all again. Remember the smell, the sounds, the taste. And the natural response is to cry. And I do. Elliot Woods is the host of Third Squad and a friend of mine who's both a journalist and a military vet who served in Iraq. A decade after meeting the squad as an embed, he set out on a mission to track these men down back home. Over 12 episodes, Elliot chronicles the reality of surviving the aftermath of war. I spoke with him from his home in Livingston, Montana. Hey, Elliot, thanks for being with us on Axios today. Hey, Nyla, thanks so much for having me. So one thing that really stood out to me from Third Squad is the idea that war is not just about dying and the people who die, but it's also about killing. And I think that's a very difficult reality to grapple with. And you spoke with some of these Marines and asked them to reflect on what it means to kill. Like, I've shot prairie dogs that I've felt worse about shooting. Each time you do it, your soul is ripped is divided as if as if you're you're taking on a piece of them that's the problem with killing is you you're stuck with that why was it so important for you to include this because this is tough i mean this is the heart of how hard all of this is i think yeah To me, talking about killing when you're talking about war is critically important. And I think it's something that is really hard for journalists to talk about with veterans because it's really the ugliest part of war. And yet there's no war without killing. No matter what you do in the military, whether you're in the infantry, in the front lines, carrying a weapon and engaged in direct combat, or whether you're a mail clerk or a helicopter mechanic, you're part of a killing machine. And for the people who are actually tasked with doing the killing on the front line, taking lives of people who they can see right in front of them, that is a profound experience for some of those people that they have a really hard time dealing with when they get home. 
And some of them don't have a hard time dealing with it. And for me, I think that's a really important thing to understand that we are training killers and we are sending them to do that on our behalf. So I wanted to talk to people about that. I wanted to talk about the, the personal cost of that for them. To that point, here's some of Manny Mendoza's memories of collecting the body parts of his friend and fellow soldier. We had trash bags, just black trash bags, picking his stuff up, picking him up. One of the themes of what surfaces in this podcast and Third Squad is the survivor's guilt of the men who made it home. As a country, maybe intellectually, we understand that. But I wonder how you sought to really introduce that reality and that emotion. One of my journalism colleagues gave me a wonderful piece of advice, which is really try to get there and make your first question something like, where do you think your story starts? Rather than coming with a really determined set of questions or things that you want to get out of that person, like this extractive thing, just try to get into it that way. Find out what's important to them and then follow their lead. And so that's what I did in every one of these interviews. And sure enough, those conversations very often led to feelings of guilt and responsibility because survivor's guilt and other forms of guilt are such a central part of what it means to survive war, to experience war, to survive war, and to live with all of the doubt and the uncertainty related to that experience for the rest of your life. Manuel Mendoza, he's been eaten alive by his sense of responsibility and guilt. And so one night that feeling of responsibility became too much for him to bear and he was pushed to the edge of taking his own life. I just felt like I gave up. I remember I went outside because I didn't want to make a mess inside the uh, inside the apartment. But for some reason, I just called Fry. He decided to pick up the phone and call his former squad leader, whose name is Jarek Fry. And Jarek Fry was able to talk him down. So it's a really powerful story of of how this guilt can be fatal of how military service members who survive this kind of trauma can take the blame upon themselves, can take responsibility for events that they had little to no control over in the grand scheme of things. You know, they were the thousandth repercussion of decisions that were made so far away from them and so long ago, and yet they're carrying the responsibility for all of this on their shoulders, and it's crushing. It's just absolutely crushing. So now we have the first Veterans Day in 20 years where all of the troops are home. But is it over? No. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not over for, for a lot of reasons. Number one, we still have troops deployed in combat or combat support operations all over the world, including places where what used to be called the war on terror is still going on. For another reason, the internal war 
the rehashing of memories, the effort to make sense of it all, in some cases living with lifelong disabilities, whether they're psychological or physical, these are things that last with veterans forever. What do you hope Third Squad as a podcast does for people? Like, what do you hope that people take away from it? I think my biggest goal with Third Squad is I want people to sit in the room and listen to conversations between veterans about the experience of the post 9-11 wars that they've probably never had the opportunity to listen to in their lives. So few people have an intimate connection to these wars. So few people know someone who's really served or really experienced them in a in the most direct way. And even when people know someone like that, these conversations are really hard to have. They're really painful. They're really uncomfortable. So whether we will actually reckon with these wars, with this generation of war, remains to be determined. But our podcast is an effort to to try to reckon with it. That's the best that I can do is try to reckon with it and hope that others will do the same. There are five episodes of Third Squad that are out now telling these stories. You can find them wherever you get podcasts. Elliot Woods is a veteran and host of Third Squad. Elliot, thank you for taking the time to talk with me and for sharing all of this. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Nyla. Thanks for everything you do. It's been a real pleasure. If you or someone you know is considering suicide, you can contact the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255. Axios Today is brought to you by Axios and Pushkin Industries. We're produced by Alexandra Boti, Nuria Marquez-Martinez, Sabina Singani, Lydia McMullen-Laird, and David Toledo. Our sound engineer is Alex Sugiara. Julia Redpath is our executive producer. Sarah Kehalani Gu is our editor-in-chief, and special thanks to Axios co-founder Mike Allen. Our staff is off for the holiday, so we'll see you back here on Monday with the latest news. I'm Nyla Boodoo. Thanks for listening, and stay safe this weekend. Each week, the New Yorker Radio Hour unpacks what's happening in a very complicated world. You'll hear from the New Yorker's award-winning reporters and thinkers on topics including race and justice, American history, challenges to democracy, climate change, and more. To get context behind events on the news, listen to the New Yorker Radio Hour wherever you get your podcasts.